Live from Guttercat Studios in the Metaverse, it's time for another episode of the Crazy About Crypto Show. And now here's your host, Crazy Carl. Hey, yo, what is going on? We were on a temporary break, but it is so good to be back. And there's already a lot of people flowing into this space. And if you're listening to the podcast, welcome back from all around the world. And welcome to the Crazy About Crypto Show, an interactive live podcast on Twitter Spaces for anyone exploring crypto and wanting to learn from others that have already dived into the space. From NFT artists to savvy crypto investors to everyday people just like you and I, this is a place where we can come together and learn about this new wave of innovation. Today's guest is another example of how Web3 is shifting the paradigm about what is possible for future generations. As a 16-year-old, today's guest has helped manage Discord communities for two blue-chip projects, the Guttercat Gang and Smiles, and he has been a huge support in getting the Crazy Carl Discord up and running as well. While juggling many hats between school and Web3, he has already been able to accrue an incredible savings and even bought his first truck thanks to NFTs. It's my honor to have this young builder in the Web3 space on the show, Logan Ops. What is going on, Logan? Thanks for joining the space today. Thank you. It's going good. Thank you for having me on. All right, Logan, I always ask the same question to everyone. So we're going to start with the same question, which is just about how you learned about crypto and the NFT space, how you first got involved, and just walk us through your journey as a young builder in the space, how it all started. Uh, well, it started near the end of December last year. I was um, I, I come from the mobile esports section, doing a lot of like team management, um, operations, community stuff of that nature, and um, I met this guy on Twitter. We had a couple interactions. His name is Limp. You might know him. Uh, he's a bit big advocate for uh, subducks, and um, he introduced me, and we started uh, building this mobile esports organization from the ground up you know kind of wearing many hats doing all kinds of things uh we were having a meeting on graphic assets and just branding and stuff of that nature and um he 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 was a big crypto nerd uh day trading stuff like that and i ended up we brought on this graphic designer and he's like one day sent me an article and he's like hey check this out and i was like what is it and he's like it's nfts we may be able to use this you know shift it make our graphic designer some more uh uh, an extra avenue pathway for them. And um, so we dove in, started looking at what all we could do. Uh, safe to say the organization kind of fizzled out a little bit. Uh, we still have it to some extent. Uh, moved on early March. He linked me up with a guy that uh, by the name of Far. He's a, uh, he does a lot of art via code in the space. And uh, he wanted me to build him a Discord server. So I built him a Discord server, nothing too too hard, too fancy, and uh, he ended up at the time, I think it was like 0.7 ETH for it. I was like, oh, I'll do this for free just to make the connection, you know, get my foot in the door. Uh, so I did that, and he ended up surprising me, and he paid me 0.7 ETH, which was like uh, like $2,500 at the time, something of that nature. And um, we ended up connecting a bit more, and uh, I was able to... I was doing a lot of research from early December through March, so I did miss uh, Board Ape Yacht Club by uh, Nat's hair. To, uh, safe to say, a couple weeks. Um, you know, I was 16 year old. I'm scared to spend a single dime of it. I didn't want to waste it. I mean, the wide internet and just sitting on that. So I ended up doing that. Uh, saved. 
he sent the same guy, he sent me a DM saying, hey, check this out. We got to get in early on this. This looks promising. And it was a link to the gutter cats and art. And that's actually how I stumbled into my first NFT project, you know, got in on the ground floor, was able to help, you know, facilitate questions while the devs were away and working. Um, say, uh, lo and behold, I ended up winning one of the first Twitter giveaways they had and got myself a gutter cat on top of another one for ending up being a moderator later on. So that's kind of where I got my start in regards to the space and then kind of just leaped off of that from then to now, you know, kind of just. That's that's amazing. And what I love about your story is that it started, it seems like we all have like a different onboarding moment. And for you, it was uh, your passion for esports and gaming. And I think uh, it makes a lot of sense how you are so talented at building discords. Because I mean, if you could just talk a little bit about how what discord looked like before the NFT space, because discord was primarily used for gaming networks and stuff like that. And so I'm curious, just uh, how you you've seen kind of the evolution of discord even over the last year and a half how you've seen kind of it uh continue to evolve and what it's used for um i would say at a deeper level it, it helps a lot more with community than most think um back then you know it was kind of just a place to group together hang out talk to people all across the world you know hop on a voice chat play some cod lobbies or whatever game you're playing at the time fortnite you know whatever and um, it was a little less like intense, you know, you didn't have to spend too much time on there. You didn't have to hop from server to server, you know, you just kind of mosey on as you please. Um, you, there was, there also wasn't a heavy focus on server verification slash um, security as there is in crypto. Um, when I started building discords for people in crypto, you know, there was, uh, I got introduced a lot to bots, you know, servers getting botted, numbers getting boosted, people getting uh, servers getting bought and sold um, on top of just like, you know, a whole different like breed of people in a sense, because, you know, it's two vast differently, uh, vast different com uh, communities and just like different crowds. Um, so I'd say before it was a lot less like intimidating and, you know, kind of you could just hop in whenever there was no time crunch, no pressure. And now, like, to keep up with the space, you know, you kind of got to be traveling through eight different discords to get to do three different things to go do this to allow you to go do that. Yeah. And one thing that I think is interesting, and maybe you can speak on because you uh, were around in the Discord days prior to really Web3 trying to take it over. And Discord in itself is kind of like a Web3 innovation before NFTs really were able to use it. So it's kind of it, like you said, it's really focused on helping build communities, which is, uh, you know, even just in the crazy Carl Discord for the first few weeks, it's crazy to see kind of the community that can be formed that can't be formed on Twitter. Um, and one thing that I'm curious about. About, though, because something that I think about a lot is in the Web3 space, you know, there's there's also a lot of times projects launch with an intention of profit or their motivation is in selling an NFT. And so then they're like, okay, we've got to get this Discord up and running. We've got to make sure there's a community. But sometimes it seems a little backwards. It seems like, you know, we're going to make this NFT to make money and then we're going to build this community around it. Talk a little bit about how, you know, 
in the early Discord servers that you joined, how it felt a little more like a tight-knit community and what some of the struggles that you're seeing in Web3 with people trying to like force people into communities when there's motivation with money and profit and kind of the struggle that we're starting to see, the tension that we're starting to see. And in some projects, you even see people in the Discord really turning on each other. Um, just, just talk to us a little bit about how how you've noticed that uh, kind of happening and what your take is on building a true authentic community in the Web3 space, uh, especially with you having so much experience uh, leading and being a community manager in projects. Um, so back then, I would say it was a lot more, you know, you get people into your server first before you go and do anything. You know, you kind of have to have a base starting off before you like, you know, let's say you wanted to make a clan in a game. You know, first, you got to get people inside one group area, whether that be a Twitter DM group DM or um, Discord or Slack or whatever, you know, whatever you were using at the time. Um, now it's kind of backwards, per se. You know, you like you said, you know, you've got people launching products to with community coming second with the idea of making money and just making a boatload of money first and foremost i think when it comes to building in this space um community is an overused and uh buzzword for marketing i would say um granted i still use it and i'll continue to use it um it kind of just comes down to being able to see the people or the project's intentions with what they're doing um a lot of people have high awareness in the space, especially as we've developed, you know, from March to now. Um, we've been through, our, all of us have been through our fair share of rugs, scams, you know, NFT trending drama of the week, you know, you name it. A lot of us have seen it. Uh, so what it comes down to is just being able to start off. You don't have to start off fast out of the gate, you know, slow and steady wins the race over time from what I've noticed. Um, generally projects are going to get a buttload of members through their discord no matter what they do you know they could be twitter silent or whatever announce a project real quick you know you're going to have thousands of people looking for the next mint lottery or looking for the next blue chip or you know trying to find the next you know board ape or crypto punks you name it they're trying to find it and so generally you don't have to do too much but um what i found that works best is you know just making connections with the people early on you know whether they're somebody or whether they're just you know your everyday casual person coming in wanting to learn you know be welcoming you know that sort of thing yeah and i love the just the kind of your ability to look back and kind of um you you know articulate what you've learned just being in the space such a short time just hearing how you think about the space as someone that's you know double your age it's just crazy to think you're definitely um your mind is is always forward thinking. You're always kind of pushing and testing your own thesis, your own uh, thoughts, and continuing to try to evolve, become better. What are some of the things um, that you've noticed in terms of being so active in building communities? What has been some of the things that you've really enjoyed about the NFT space? And then some of the things that have been hard for you being young, uh, in the younger generation, um, trying to build in this space as well? Because I know that I've heard you talk a little bit about burnout at times. So I'd love for you just to kind of talk through some of the, the things that have been amazing and then also some of the challenges uh, of building at a young age in the space. Um, so first and foremost, some of the things that I enjoy the most is probably being able to connect with people individually, like whether it's through a DM, through a space or, you know, 
Discord typing, you know, passing along in the uh, in the Discord chats and communities. You know, there's nothing more that I love than being able to talk. You know, just and not even about NFT stuff. You can talk about anything you want, really, and being able to connect. You know, I've got a lot of friends that and a lot of mentors in the space that are listening right now. You know, you got Jersey Born listening in, you've got Ruthless listening in, two seven and ninety were the mods for and now community managers for the Smiles Project. Uh, they're some of my closest friends. And they have done a tremendous job at what they do. Um, or aspect that I really like in terms of projects is being able to build out a team of people that have the same vision, but different perspective and different thinking. Uh, what's what I'm looking for? Different the ability to think differently and not let one thing sway your opinion. You know, being able to go back and forth, have a meaningful conversation, forward thinking. Um, just being able to chat. Uh, as far as uh, vices when it comes to this space, uh, that would have to come from like, you know, so it's this space being so open and, you know, I quote decentralized for what that's worth. Um, everyone has an opinion. Um, everyone has one. And at times it's hard to um, sh- uh, differentiate what is fact and what's opinion and who's talking to talk or who's walking what they're talking per se and and then another vice to the space is self-doubt you know i've never done this before this is all new territory for me i mean i can stick what i know and what i've learned in the in the past but as far as you know we're all we're, we're all essentially making this up as we go you know we don't know what it actually looks like we're we're improvising to some extent you know we have an idea but a lot of us don't know how to execute on it, and that's what I struggle a lot with. Like, I've got tons of ideas, but when it comes down to it and reality hits, you know, I'm a 16-year-old that is still learning just as much as anyone else, and I struggle a lot when it comes to um, self-doubt, um, when some people uh, like to judge you based on your age. Um, I'm a firm believer that no matter what your age is, if you have the right mindset and the uh know how and the mental fortitude uh you can do anything you want regardless of your age your uh ethnicity your gender you know it doesn't matter the space opens the playing field and levels it for you i couldn't agree more and i think um just your perspective on what what you said about one of the biggest struggles in the space feeling almost that imposter syndrome feeling like you're not sure where you belong what you should be doing i think um you know, I've uh, been in the space for years and have gone through that for years. I think that it's a very normal thing, regardless of age, that a lot of people go through. But for you to be able to articulate that and think about that at such an early age is is huge, because in order to really continue to grow in the space, the number one thing you have to continue to do is push back on some of those thesis. A lot of that stuff is psychological. One thing that I love that you did, um, I remember you hit up my DMs at one point and we're like, I don't know how I'm going to build in this space. I was like, well, you have like such a great skill set that some people don't have, which is Discord. And something that I've realized, even just as an interviewer, is that not everyone can just be a good interviewer. And so we all have like these different skill sets that if we just find and hone in on what we're really good at and where we can add value, then we can really start to grow in the space. And I, th- I just want to commend you because 
uh, you've done a really good job of branding your identity in terms of being a builder of discords and a community manager. And I know you're continuing to think, you know, if that's what you want to continue to do or as you grow what you want to shift as, but you've done a phenomenal job of just being able to get started in the space from your natural talents. Um, talk a little bit about as you continue to explore uh, and you kind of hear from other people that are in the space, what are some of the things that you you try to teach um, others maybe that are younger or even older than you that you've already had success in this space and you've already been able to do so much. Um, what are some things that you can encourage people to do or some of the mindsets that you have to try to take on to be successful in this space um, and, and not to give up because you feel like you, you're not sure where you belong? Uh, yeah, so I think a big thing for me would be have to I'd have to say is, you know, have an open mind. There's going to be a lot of things in the space that you don't agree with, and a lot of it is noise. Um, as uh, my good friend uh, Josie Born says, he go he says zoom out. Um, a lot of it is just noise. You know, you've got to be able to uh, differentiate what is fact, what's opinions, what's you know, what people are saying, you know, try to connect with people, you know, whether they be somebody or nobody, it doesn't matter who they are, you know, connect with them to an, on an individual level, you know, be able to communicate, have these conversations that push your thinking forward, you know, what, no matter what you're doing or what you're talking about. Um, I'd say another thing is, uh, motivation. Um, you know, what do you want to do? What do you want to achieve? How do you want to achieve it? When do you want to achieve it? Um, you know, what does that look like for you? Um, everybody's plan is different. Um, I would, I would go and say 99% of people's plans are completely, um, completely different in that sense. Um, you know, there's no one path for success. You know, what even is success? You know, what's that defined as for you personally? Like, I mean, sure you have the general meaning of it, but you know, what does that look like for you personally? Um, another thing I would have to say is, you know, be prepared to unlearn and learn new things with this space. You know, we're coming from a, and I still don't know all about web two, but you know, from what I've picked up on personally, you have to be able to unlearn some of the traits, both um, verbally, mentally, um, you know, physically, and you have to be able to learn new things, pick up on new things that may help you go a bit further than you thought you could in this space. You know, something that you just said that kind of just took me back and uh, made me self reflect is like, you just said you were talking about unlearning, which you you hear a lot of people talking about, especially NFT artists that ha are you know have careers in the legacy world. They talk about they have to really challenge themselves and unlearn. Um, but something that I think is really beautiful is that this younger generation. You see people like Jasty or Fawocious or all the, like y yourself. You know, you're being born into. I, I love that you said you're not sure how much you have to unlearn because you're like being born into web3 and for people that have been a, that are you know even just a decade older they've they have to unlearn things that you won't have to and i just would love for you to talk about what it's been like to to kind of um you know like you're going to be growing up in this world in this digital world and i'd love for you to talk just about what it's been like as a, as a kid to be able to see uh the potential that you can impact just from your computer and not even have to go 
go out and hustle and try to find a job because there's just, you can do it from home. You can build in this digital world. Uh, what that's been like and how how it makes you feel being able to not, like you said, um, know that it doesn't matter what your age is because if you go out there and do the work, people see what you do and, and it's not like they're going to judge you based on your age. Um, but if you were to go in an interview somewhere and people saw how old you are, they may judge you. Uh, and so what is, what's it like growing up in, in the Web3 era? What are some of the things that you're most excited about? Um, really, I'm excited. Uh, first and foremost, I'm excited that I get to do what I love. You know, I, I'm a kid. I grew up, pl- I grow up playing video games. I still play video games, you know, World of Warcraft, Call of Duty, Fortnite, you name it. I love to play it. Um, I'm a big gamer, grew up on the internet, you know, most of our, most of my generation did TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you want to platform you want to call it, uh, or name. I've probably used it to some extent, um, you know, being able to, get up, get up, wake up in the morning, turn on my laptop or computer or whatever, get on my phone, check Twitter, you know, connect with people, being able to talk all from like one device is insane. You know, I don't think I would have pictured myself doing this, you know, for the longest time I thought I was going to be uh, working in the esports industry. You know, I was busting my ass trying to figure out how to get a job as soon as I was 18 in the esports industry, you know, not having to work a nine to five. Um, no offense to those who do, uh, I implore uh, what's what I'm looking for ability and what y'all have to do to do that. Um, but I've wanted to position myself to where I don't have to do that and where I can be fortunate enough to work from my computer or whatever I'm doing. Um, I would say it it's different, you know, especially as my parents have been more accepting of the fact that I spend my time online and what I'm doing, you know, it's not just a big waste of time as, you know, a lot a lot of that narrative is pushed, although it has, in my opinion, been slowly, slowly picked apart. So for that, I think it's just different. I don't know really how to describe it that well. Yeah, you know, one thing that I love, I mean, I've talked with you about this in private, but, you know, when you talk about unlearning, sometimes, and I I would challenge, you know, any of the adults in the room that have kids, because now having a young uh, child myself, one thing that I think about is, like, a lot of the things that we've been taught, some of the things that we as adults were taught when we were kids, it it was uh, because just a lack of understanding understanding from our parents or, you know, our few, their parents and what they taught them. And so we've got to continue, like you said, unlearn things. I mean, if we're going more towards a digital era, it's, and we're still under this philosophy of like, you need to limit your screen time. You need to stop being in front of a screen. If we're like actually going in that direction, really we're doing a disservice to our future generation and we should be teaching them the skills that they need to be able to be successful and encourage them to learn those things. And so uh, one thing that I wanted to chat with you about, because this is something that if anyone in the audience is a younger kid, or even as an adult, some of you that are in the audience that have kids, uh, what I'd like you to do is just chat about the journey of trying to get your parents on board and what that was like. Um, Because like like I said earlier, it is definitely something that uh, is hard for people that were growing up during Web 1 or Web 2 and learning and trying to push back so much on tech and now trying to shift and be like, no, we need to accept it and, you know, lean into it more. Yeah, so 
to speak on that a little bit, uh, this kind of dates back to like when I was doing mobile sports stuff. Um, my parents weren't initially weren't real big on me being online. You know, I didn't have a Twitter for the longest time. Um, when I did, I snuck it, download it, would delete it, redownload as needed. You know, that kind of stuff. Alt accounts, that all you know, you name it, I've done it. Uh, same with Discord. Uh, I got in trouble with Discord in like 2014, 2015 with some friends, um, just some online shenanigans. I didn't know any better. I was, I, I did did something really stupid. Doesn't matter. So they weren't a big fan of it to begin with. So that didn't help my case any to now. Um, so throughout mobile sports, I'd sneak Discord. I had a couple different burner Gmails, burner Discords, um, be able to pack up and leave at a moment's notice and then come back. Um, so I was doing a lot of this under the radar on, under my parents' nose. Um, I'd get grounded, get ungrounded, say I wouldn't do it again, do the same thing again, um, date back to NFTs. Um, they let me have Discord, you know, back when I was gaming a lot more. Uh, They're like, okay, we'll do a test trial. Basically, you know, I showed them they could trust me. Um, then I, they still didn't know about the Twitter and they didn't know about my uh, Discord for the longest time. And then finally, one day, came home from school. They caught me. You know, they took everything away from me, you know, had this whole conversation about it. Uh, they went back in their bedroom, went through my Twitter profile. I actually started scrolling through my tweets and I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to die of embarrassment, you know, because my my Twitter is like a public journal. Um, it's kind of distanced from my real life to some extent. And a lot of people don't know I have a Twitter. And besides, you know, my metaverse friends, you know, all of us hanging out, uh, they looked through my Twitter. They uh, they came back to me and they said, here, you can have your stuff back. Um I appreciate how you've been handling yourself. You know, you've been handling yourself very well. Um, what I've, they, they said, I've showcased what they've, how they've raised me to be and what they expect of me and why they're giving me my stuff back. So I got all my stuff back and then fast forward a little bit. Um, I was, I was doing smile stuff at that time and they had no idea what I was doing. You know, I was just chilling online, you know, never told them about NFTs. And then I was like, Hey guys, look at this. I showed them they're a little skeptical. You know, my stepdad, he's in his, uh, 40s. Um, so he was a bit of a he has a bit of a boomer mindset when it comes to this kind of stuff. He was like, "Oh, that's just a big pump and dump. That's all fake. You're gonna get dumped on. Don't don't do that. You're gonna get you know you're gonna get in trouble with the law. That kind of stuff, right?" And um, then I showed him like, "Hey, look. Let's do a little bit more research. Look what I'm doing. Look what I'm able to do." Um, and then the light bulb moment came when I was able to buy my first truck. I'm like, "Look, I can sell this." this image right here and I will be able to buy my own truck and that's exactly what I did and that was kind of a light bulb moment for them and since then I've had their full support you know they still don't quite understand um so I'm still explaining it to them piece by piece you know as example cases come up and I'm like hey look what I can do or look what I did or here's how this works here's what I'm doing here's why I'm doing it you know that kind of thing you uh i had to go on mute for a little bit because you had me rolling because you were talking about all the uh the sneaky kid stuff that we all did you know it's funny because your parents you know we all have been there and i think it was in a gary v book i was reading is like as technology continues to grow and it evolves it always is evolving because of the younger generation they always are trying to find routes they're they're gonna find a way to sneak around or be able to that that's why you know you you have every 
everyone that's older get on Facebook. So then everyone finds a Snapchat. And then everyone that your parents find Snapchat, you go to another. It's just like this like battle between humans. And sometimes we, you know, as like an from an authoritarian perspective, when it comes to kids, it's very much like you need to listen, you need to obey. But I love, I also love how, you know, when they found it sounded like when they found your Twitter and started going through it and saw that really you're 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 just upfront and you're honest and you're being yourself and um and, and it's just so cool to hear that they finally were like you know what like we need to support you how how much does it mean you know as a as a kid to be able to feel you don't have supported from your parents in something that you're passionate about that you don't have to sneak around anymore and that you can just be open and help educate them now as well um it honestly it feels amazing it's made the world of difference you know i was doing a lot of this behind their backs for the longest time to one day i was planning for one day to come out you know i i imagined it like it was going to be like you know when i was turned 18 you know i was free you know whatever <laughs> whatever you want to say and um i was like I was, i'm going to do this big stunt i've set myself up the future I'm, and then i was going to come out and say hey guys look what i've been able to do um, look what I've accomplished. Uh, ended up not working out that way for the best, but um, their support has been able to fuel me further in the space than I thought I could have gone. You know, I don't have to hide anything. There's no pressure on that end. I can just do. I I can do me basically, and mm-hmm. um, I think that's taught me a lot about you know being upfront. Um, on top of um, res- uh, resilience and persistence um being able to keep pushing forward regardless of the outcome you know pushing boundaries you know granted if i never would have snuck it i don't and tried to ask for it straight up i don't think i'd be sitting here talking to you today yeah no i and uh, what i love about your whole journey and your story is that you've um not only have you had to deal with, you know, different challenges along the way, um, because I think any kid that is in this space, anyone that is younger in a younger generation, they continue have to kind of, uh, they have even more challenges ahead of them because it, you also, unless your parents really are accepting from the get go, you have to kind of help the, convince them. So now you have to convince someone else that really doesn't, uh, that the, our generation has like been taught to push a against tech so you're having to change their mindset along with trying to build at the same time and it's just crazy to see that you've been so successful at it i know just even in the gutter cat gang discord when people found out you were 16 people were like very confused they were their minds were blown and i just think you're when you've been a really great example for other younger generations and even as adults um for those of us in the room that have kids to continue to kind of push back on our own mindset about what we need to do to really elevate this space is to accept it and to encourage our kids to continue to learn and find their space in this because um, like we're in we're right now we're so early we're in the wild west of the crypto and nft world and it's just going to keep evolving and if we uh, if we're able to help um, our kids get into it when they're young it's it, i mean then the sky's the limit like you said you don't have to fear anymore what you have to do um, to make it in the world you know that you're going to be able to do whatever you love and that's because you're able to start building in this space so young and learning about it what are some things that get you excited about the future and what you want to learn about you know going forward is there anything that you're obviously an amazing manager and discord builder what are some things now that you're thinking about in terms of what you want to do in the future 
Um, so I've come to find that, you know, projects are like the drop of the drop of water in a vast ocean. Um, I had my fair share of experiences managing communities, um, you know, for projects, you know, I always thought I wanted to start, start my own project, you know, and a little bit selfishly make a buttload of money. Um, but I've seen the, um, inside of how that works, what it looks like, and it's not all what it's cracked up to be, especially if you're doing it right, you know, with morals, you know, um, I operate heavily off of a moral and ethic based um, compass, so I couldn't bring myself to even fathom trying to start a project and then giving up halfway. Um, a project would be too much for me, and it's just not what I want to do. Um, it's time consuming. It's mentally draining. Um, it's a lot of work. Um, there's always people that are going to hate on it or, you know, one thing or another. Um, so really, I want to expand further. Uh, I'm not a tech guy by any means, but I believe we're just on the ground floor of what the tech can be. You know, look past the um, Noah's Ark animal profile picture of the week, if you will, and look past the image of your uh, your cat or the bored ape or the smiles figure or the dog or, you know, whatever. And look what the tech can do, you know, find out real use cases for it, you know. Um, like a Patreon service, subscription service for your YouTube or whatever you want to do or your podcast. Um, you know, you had Shopify um, enable the ability to take crypto and uh, of that nature with a plugin that you can sign up for, you know. So I'm more looking into like the companies within Web3. Like I want to either have a startup company within this space or I want to be a part of a Web3 company going forward, you know, pushing the boundaries of digital identity or branding, community, you know, whatever that may be, you know, I don't know what that looks like yet just yet, but that's kind of where my path is heading in terms of long-term. Yeah, I love that you're thinking about Web3 because like you said, uh, it, even for people that get in the space, you know, I've talked a little bit this about this on my show, but even my neighbor is just like, hey, tell me what, uh, you know, NFT to buy. I'm just going to buy it. It's like you have to really get into the space. You have to understand what these NFTs even are. If you don't have conviction about like this, what's happening here, it's not going to go well for you. And so one thing I think N NFTs, it's it reminds me of when um, the Apple iPhone came out because before that there was Blackberries, there was like there were these smartphones, but nothing really was like taking on. And I feel like NFTs were like the cool thing that the iPhones brought to the market. It made it cool, it made it hip, it made it cultural. So we're onboarding all these people, but the, a lot of them still don't understand really the power of the blockchain and everything that it can uh, entail and change about the way we live. And so it's it's exciting to hear you talk about just wanting to explore further, wanting to learn more about the blockchain, about Web3, because you're 100% right. If if we you start to see some people building in this space and they do things different, that's, that's what kind of pushes innovation and pushes things forward. And so... Um, I I think you're you talked a little bit about this, but you talked uh, a, briefly about how when you're watching uh, other people operate in the space, you know everyone has this moment where they want they kind of get greedy. They want to start the pro their own project. I'd say um, ninety five percent of people I talk to are all trying to start their own project, and so it's it's interesting for you to already have this uh, this mindset to step back as a, a, in the younger generation 
and think, well, like this is like, obviously I could do the same thing as them, or I could start trying to think deeper because this isn't going to go away. And I feel like that's where we're at in this space are people trying to capture a moment versus building for years. And um, I think that's something that not only you touched on, but something that's really important in general that adults can learn from you too, is that if you're really in this space for the long run, it doesn't matter about capturing a million dollars in a, a month because you'll be able to capture way more than that in, in your lifetime if you're able to sustain the growth. Yeah, agreed. Uh, I think a lot of it is just based on perspective. Um, we all have a perspective on what we want, how that looks for us. Um, one thing for me personally is NFTs are really, uh, I think you mentioned this a bit ago on your brand, on your, one of your tweets. Um, NFTs are just a branch of what Web3 is. You know, Web3 is this massive umbrella. You know, I don't know what all strings of, strings of this umbrella look like per se for Web3. But I know it goes further than just NFTs, JPEGs, pictures, you know, whatever you want to call it. You know, it goes a lot further uh, in terms of the tech, in terms of the community building, you know, what all you can do, what all you can't do, um, what all you can learn, uh, that sort of thing. And I love, I think you nailed the, um, you nailed it on the head when you talked earlier about, you know, building authentic connections. Um, and you may have even have an advantage being kind of in the esports community, seeing what that's like on Discord and the building of that, because you, it allowed you to kind of see, you know, how un, uh, organic some of these nft communities are when they are trying to grow a community around a financial instrument because that's really what an nft is at the end of the day but if you look at it more like a subscription uh, that someone already is appreciating the services or someone is connected to you know a community and then you're you're able to grow together that's a whole different story and so trying to kind of challenge and push a narrative that's different is important because that's how we get away from kind of these, you know, like your parents said, like these pump and dumps that are happening now, people just trying to take advantage of, of a market for the money and how we continue to evolve and build. And so I think that's really powerful. What are some things like you, you've obviously worked with a couple different brands. You watch a lot of what's happening in the NFT scene. What are some of the things that you think need to happen for us to continue to grow and push forward beyond, you know, just uh, ending all these PFP animal projects? What are some of the important things for us to kind of continue to grow in this space? Um, easier onboarding, um, uh, an, onboard an easier onboard flow uh, being able to learn and unlearn new things as well as, you know, what sort of a native education. Um, I think education will be super big when it comes to this space, you know, being able to put it in terms that everyone can understand and it's not some, um, extra, you know, bedazzled speech on what it is. You know, it's basically, you know, you break it down, explain it to them, you know, Oh, they get this concept. Let's move on to a new concept. Mm -hmm. um, a big inspiration in that sense is um, LDF. If you're not familiar with her and what she's doing, um, she has a lot. She's a very, I would say, underrated um, thought leader, whether she considers herself one or not. Um, she has a lot of ideas that I think should be utilized, should be pushed, should be tested. Um, on terms of that, I think we need to be able to push one another to do better, to be better, to act better. You know, we have to carry ourselves way differently in this realm than we did the past realm, you know, that being what too. 
Um, we have to be a lot more open-minded. We have to steer away from um, attacking one another with ad hominems, you know, that sort of thing. And just being able to communicate effectively and clearly and, you know, just being able to respect one another and push each other forward. That's amazing. You know, we're going to move into a community corner here in just a minute. So if you have a question, there's a pinned tweet at the top. If you go up there and, and ask a question for Logan, love to bring a few people up on stage. But this has been a really fun um, conversation. One, because I love uh, you're just very you're you're a deeper thinker. And I think it's clear at such a young age for how you're thinking about the space. Uh, I really admire and I think you're going to be a great resource for um our future generation, as well as a lot of adults in our current generation to look at and challenge our perspective on, you know, how we should operate as as parents. And so I think it's just been really awesome to have you on the show to be able to talk to you about what you've noticed, your experience. Um, to kind of close out, one thing I wanted to shout you out for, and I really appreciate for you, your help in kind of building the Crazy Carl Discord. Um, and I, I know that you've balancing a lot of the things that you have between school and trying to help projects that you that you want to help is um got to be really difficult and so i'd love for you to talk just a little bit before we move into questions about the the best advice you can give to younger kids or parents that have younger kids that want to get in the space about that balance for you and what's been important i think one thing that i've tried to preach to you is like even just trying to be understanding and empathetic you know just like you have a lot going on and there's still in society you're expected to do a lot with school and so building is a whole a whole another weight put on you so what are some of the things that have worked for you about trying to balance uh, well i'm gonna be real honest here uh my way of balancing um i don't have one yet um that's something i've been struggling with and um trying to work on is how to balance my time you know both you know my responsibilities irl and then my responsibilities you know online um a big thing would be you know sit down um, have a discussion with your parents, outline what you want to do, um, what you're trying to do, what you want to achieve, um, kind of, you know, go back and forth. Uh, it's almost like a negotiation, I would say, in terms of like, you know, what's expected of you, what you want to do, you know. Um, honestly, I'm not really sure because uh, every conversation, every, you know, perspective is going to be different in this case, mm -hmm. um, depending how your parents think, you know, what their mindset is. Um, a lot of it is just being able to show what you can do, um, show the good that you can do, show um, how you're able to do it. Um, I would say being able to manage your time is probably a big thing, even though I struggle with this consistently, and I still do. Um, you'll find yourself probably spending a lot more time online than you should. Um, take breaks. Burnout is real. You'll get, especially in the space, you know, the space operates a lot on extremes. You know, it's extreme, either extremely hype, happy, fun, cool, but it's also extremely low, tough, rough, you know, the mental toll is real as well. So really it's just, you know, having a conversation with your parents, being able to outline what you want to do, how you want to do it, what you want to achieve, while also, you know, knowing what your responsibilities are online and 
IRL as far as, you know, whether that's having to maintain a certain grade average throughout your classes, you know, what you're trying to achieve, that sort of thing. Yeah. And I I mean, I think as adults, we, a lot of us struggle with like time management as well. And so for you to kind of be in a position where you're trying to figure that out early is going to be such a benefit to you because time management is something that we've all struggled with. But one thing that is really important is, you know, prioritizing and being able to say like, this is what's most important. This is what's second most important. And um, at the end of the day, I think you'll continue as you continue in the space, you're going to be gearing towards working in, in doing things that you really enjoy that don't feel as much like work and I know that's something that you've been kind of going and swaying between of like you want to help or you want to do these projects but then it also kind of weighs on you because you feel like all these responsibilities that you didn't sign up for and so when you're able to do things that you really enjoy it's going to help build what are some of the things that you've enjoyed most so far about building in this space um in like what's the what's one of the best things about like you're obviously in a lot of discords but what are if you had to pick like a community the communities that you enjoy being in most what are those things because i think a lot of people in the space that think about building are like how do you become but as a community manager what are some of the things that you enjoy most about like some of the discord communities and what brings you into them um i think what brings me into them and what i enjoy most is being able to have meaningful conversations with uh, people both individually and as a group being able to group think group brainstorm act on set ideas um uh, I've been spending a lot of time recently in the House of Good Morning, ran by uh, LDF. You know, it's kind of a big group think, you know, philosophy behind Web3, you know, just discussing what Web3 looks like going forward. You know, how can we improve it? You know, what can we do on our little part? Um, a lot of it is, you know, the relationships you're building, um, the way you're connecting, you know, being at the I'm with my position, you know, and in this industry, I'm allowed to sit at the same table as everyone else. You know, I'm no different than uh, you or whoever, you know, we're all having the same conversation. We're all in the same area. We're all able to do the same things that we want and as a collective mindset and push that forward. Um, I think another thing is, you know, um, being able to um, just bring something to life. You know, it's like a, a fairy tale almost, you know, if you can think it, you probably can do it. Yeah. Yeah, man, I'm so proud of you just being able to see how you've gone about the space. I mean, you I look up to you a lot, which is why you were the first person I thought to go to to help kind of uh, do the layout of the Discord for the Crazy Carl Discord. I really appreciate you helping with that. I think you're going to just do amazing things in this space, and I think you're a a huge asset um, to the community. So continue um, grinding, continue working hard, and I mean, the sky's the limit, man. I appreciate that so much. All right, guys, we're going to bring on a few people. If you have a question, please hit that request button. Let's bring up, show some love to Logan, ask him a question, share something that you learned in the space. But it's time for Community Corner. Get your catnip and questions ready. It's time for you to take the stage for another segment of Community Corner. Let's go. What's going on, Silo? Thanks for uh, requesting to come up on stage. How's it going? See, Silo, he requested a little bit ago, so we're going to see if they're there still. Silo, are you here? Mm, 
negative, we're going to go ahead and remove. If we have anyone else that has a question, go ahead and come on up. Otherwise, I will uh, take the stage and continue to ask more questions for the next few minutes. But if you have a question, I want to make sure that you have a chance to come up. Silo is requesting again, so let's see if they can come up. And also, I've got one other person requesting. Let's go ahead and bring. Silo, are you there? Can you hear me? Now I can hear you. What's going on? Thanks yes, for coming up, brother. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we can hear you now. Oh, uh, no, no, nothing, man. I was just listening to this. Yeah, I was just listening to, to Logan, man, and really your, your story. Uh, I am obviously, because it's going to be difficult to be younger than you, but obviously older. I've got kids, and and I'm thinking about myself when I was 16, you know, and I was like, you know, where doing this kind of stuff. But I think it's important that you, at some point, you mentioned to me now, and I think it's important for your development, I think. And I'm just giving you a bit of advice is to just zoom out as well and, and think about what you're doing now as a fun fun experience, but don't, don't lose track of, of the big picture, which is you as a person doing. Like, you could be Web3 today, we'll be Web4 tomorrow. So don't get kind of too stuck on on um, how your your studies and you know having a kid because you're gonna have plenty of time for for responsibilities down the line and I'm telling you that they're coming so do not do not rush too much into the world of responsibilities just just try to to find a career as well that kind of gives you like a good framework to do whatever you want to do uh, for example I studied design and I, I I've done loads of things during my career, like I did web design, I did print, I did motion graphics, animation, you know, so, and I always can lay, lay, lean back into my design career as something I can, I can move th through like a, like a spine, basically, right? So I'm just advising you to, to try to search for something that gives you that. Bruh, yeet the fodder! Oh no, it's no fun. No, uh, agreed. I really love your advice. Yes, um, I am looking to position myself in to where I can still do what I love, but also go outside the boundaries um, uh, as as I please. You know, being able to set myself up for the future and you know, kind of just do whatever. You know, ideally, I want to be in a position where I can explore and still research and still learn, and that's what I'm really focusing on now is spreading my wings, learning what's what, being able to do, see what I can um, accomplish. So I really appreciate that advice, man. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Silo, for coming up. And I think uh, I think I think any <clears throat> anyone that's older would give advice to a younger generation. Like you, actually inspire a lot of us to continue to think. And you mentioned it already in the show about uh, not feel not wanting to get tied down. Like always having to be able to unlearn. And I think that's something that as adults, a lot of us forget to do is not be afraid to say, you know what, we're wrong or uh, like we need to learn something else. Uh, this is continuing to evolve. So I just really, I also respect a lot that it seems like that's kind of the mindset that you already have when it comes to a lot of these things. Um, so I, I think we can also learn a lot from you when it comes to kind of how we go about the space. Money Plane Idol, thank you for coming up on stage. What's going on, man? Thanks for being yeah, up man, here. That's good. Thanks for having me up. Um, Logan, I just wanted to say congrats, man. You've uh, you've had a ton of success, um, and I like what you had to say about uh, building a project not really being your thing, but, I mean, obviously, you're a huge contributor, con contributor, you're a huge supporter to a lot of different projects, 
whether it's gutter cats or, you know, all smiles or camp or, you know, even helping crazy Carl. Um, so my question for you is how do you, how do you even break into these projects? Right. Are you knocking doors? Are you just like hitting people's DMS? Are these people that, you know, um, I'm just curious, like how do you even get involved in the first place and, and how do you break in to, you know, show your skill set? Um, so my break in moment was probably for the space was probably applying what I knew before, you know, as far as community management, uh, community moderation. Um, so like with the gutter cat gang, I started early on, you know, I, some of you may remember me, uh, I was early on, I was kind of just helping answer people's questions, you know, listening to what they had to say, let them get whatever they had off their chest, off their chest, you know, allowing the dev team to sit back and work and continue to do what they do. Um, and that kind of ended up leading me to a moderator position, you know, and that's kind of where I broke out and was able to uh, help more people, you know, take questions, um, get to know people on an individual level. Um, a lot of people I talk to in DMs on a daily basis or just in Discord or I'll check on them every couple months if, like, let's say I've moved on to something else and circle back. Um, as far as breaking my foot in the door or getting your foot in the door in general is, you know, make that connection on an individual level. Sometimes you've got to start off doing the grunt work, um, just connecting with people, being able to go back and forth and uh, allow them to give you a chance to show what you uh, show what you're trying to show. You know, one thing that I love about you, Logan, is that you also you're um, something that I've talked a lot about is you're you've been very focused on like helping others in the space. And it always comes back um, to help you in a lot of ways. And I think that's something a lot of people forget in the space when they're building is that the more that you actually put out time helping others in the space, uh, that's how you kind of build a reputation and you build your repertoire is because you're constantly giving. And so then once it's time for you to ask in return, it's a lot easier because you have just been able to show so many uh so many instances where you've been a builder and where you've built in this space and so i just want to give huge ups to you because that's something a lot of people i think forget they're con they're immediately in the space they want to be compensated or they want something in return but you just came into the space wanting to help and i think that's where we see a lot of the people that get built up in the space are ones that want to give first and then ask in return later Yes, that's um, that also comes down to how I was raised. I was raised by with a um, giver's mindset or a uh, servant's mind, servant's heart. That's what I was looking for. The word I was looking for. Um, so I'm always trying to help those ahead of me or below me. It doesn't matter. Um, I, I'm of the mindset that what I do now is what I want to do. I do it for fun. I do it because I love it. Um, I get to connect with people. I get to talk to people individually or as a group. It doesn't matter. And eventually that favor will be returned in one way or another. It's a lot like the, uh, I don't have the exact saying, but, you know, build now and the money will flow later. Mm -hmm. um, it Money's not my focus. It's definitely an added bonus for sure. Um, but basically right now is I'm just establishing my roots and being able to connect and build my base how I want to. And then I can launch off of that at a later date, you know, whatever that looks like or whatever that may be. Yeah, just like any startup. If you're a startup, if you're building something from the ground up, a lot of people work for years without making any money. They're they're taking on debt. In this space, I feel like it's just our time that we're giving without pay. We don't even have to take on debt to help others build. But we that's kind of where we start on the ground level is like, 
our time is our money. And so the more time we give is kind of like us building up our own brand and our identity in the space. And I couldn't agree with you more. It's like the more you're a servant in Web3, you show that you're about the community, the more it comes back to you at the end of the day. And it's exciting to now welcome the head of community and founding team at Genie's, Izzy uh, Pollock. What's going on? It's, it's uh, great to have you on stage. Cheers, man. Thank you so much for having me today. And thank you for celebrating Logan and giving him his flowers. I feel like um, we need more people in the Gen Z arena being celebrated so that it attracts more good energy around youth culture and around the future builders of Web3. Um, I had two quick things for Mr. Logan here, but Logan, good to see you, baby. How are we doing? I'm doing good, man. So glad to see you. Um, congrats on the... Um Recent launch of the Genie's Marketplace. That thing has been looking hype, and I'm excited for it myself personally. Congrats on that, man! Thanks for showing up. Yo, thank, thank you for for the love and um and for saying that. Um, I, I had I had two things I wanted to say. One is a little bit contrarian to a previous speaker, um, just because I feel like as like your Web three big brother in the space, I'm obligated. And if there's one thing that I've learned coming into uh, Web3 coming into avatars now since 2017 and, and entrepreneurship and following Akash, our CEO and, and founder and just seeing how he moves through space. You only get so many swings in this life. You only get so many chances with big swing energy to take a chance and make a move that can be transformative, not just to yourself, but to the world. I think there's always going to be time to work at Starbucks. There's always going to be time to fall back and learn a skill. You're young. You have the chance. You probably one more swing than most of us on stage. Don't take that for granted, my friend. Um, because even if you failed, bro, I guarantee you there'd be some soft landing somewhere for you to fall back on. Go get a day job. Work at a bar. Whatever. Make some cash. Like make 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 a play. That's my first thing. Um, so <laughs> I know you hear me loud and clear and you're already doing it, but just yes, wanted to sir. reinforce Yes, it. sir. I appreciate that so much, man. And that's kind of my mindset as well. You know, like, let's say um, I would get an opportunity of a lifetime to go work for a startup or something in this space that has massive potential. And, you know, it's like my dream job and that might take precedent over going to college right away. Granted, I'll graduate with my associate's degree. Um, I'm on track to do so out of high school. So, you know, then I can always circle back later and go back and i think that's what's allowed me to propel myself a bit further is being able to take risks to some extent that most can't or most don't have the um option to so thank you for speaking that into existence and letting everyone listen in about that i appreciate that man yeah and izzy i want to add in there too i think something that i love about what you just said is that a lot of times uh as adults we're so quick to try and give advice to to kids and to the younger generation but maybe sometimes we need to step back and actually ask the questions to them you know and that's something that a lot of times uh as adults i don't know if it's an ego thing or what but we struggle to do so i love that you just brought that up too because sometimes it's uh it's it's easy to give advice it's harder to just kind of sit back and take it especially from like a gen z and so we need to also learn to step back and ask questions uh which i know that is what you're about to do so go ahead brother of course of course and and just real quick to respond i think about intelligence often and like is the baby more intelligent than the old man because the potential of the baby's intelligence is far greater than the old man's will ever be and so it's it, like, I feel like we're just in a new time where accessibility is made, whether it's like wealth generation 
or intelligence gathering, whatever it might be, it's shifted the paradigm of what we can do from a young age. And so um, I just think, you know, it, these are new times that we're in and, and, and always be speculative of advice that you're being given since it's a new playing field. My question, though, for you, Logan, is um, how, how are you mindfully shepherding Gen Z around you into the space, if you are at all, or what can we do as people, you know, I'm 29, a little bit older than you, to help foster Gen Z communities in Web3? Um, so currently, I'm not doing too much. I'm kind of sitting idle as of right now, you know, kind of planning out my next move. Uh, a heavy focus that I think I want to do going forward is, you know, onboarding and education of, you know, my generation, being able to give them a box to stand on and bounce off of if need be. Um, I think something we could all do going forward, you know, regardless of where we're at in age is, you know, try to empower them to the best of our abilities, you know, teach, but also be willing to learn from them and then just give them help, give them a platform and an outlet of creativity because we all have some form of creati uh, creativity pent up in us, you know, whether that be, you know, making content, um, connecting with people, um, <coughs> excuse me, building Legos or houses, Minecraft, you know, whatever it be, you know, figure out how they can apply that, their creative, creative outlet to this space and then just empower them, give them a voice, um, give them a chance. You know, you miss 99% of the shots you don't take, and who knows, that kid that's applying to whatever job or whatever position, you know, you may not know what he has in store, and that could alter the path of everyone in that area or that company for the better. For, for better. Mm. That's amazing. Thank Izzy, thank you for that great question, too. That's uh, And it's something that we've all got to continue to think about and put on our minds is how we, you know, as a, as it's something, too, funny, because for Logan, I mean, he already has to struggle, the struggle of just, like, getting his parents on board. So he wasn't really, he's not able to be a shepherd. Now that his parents are on board, now it's like a whole nother story. He can uh, branch open even wider, and I'm excited to see in the next year how others in it, that are Gen Z look up to you. But it's going to be, it's something cool that once you once you're able to get you know those the the, the parents to listen and to learn then uh it, it allows them to kind of explore this new space with you but that's an amazing question izzy thanks again for coming on stage also giving him those the flowers and, and uh the 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 lesson that you kind of uh already portrayed that he he's embraced Ed, this is going to be the last question. We're going to end it out. Another artist up on stage. What's going on, Ed? Hey. <laughs> um, how you doing, Logan? Uh, doing good. How are you doing, brother? You? I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know you were so young um, until, until now, which is great. It's awesome. I'm, I think I'm one of the oldest on this, on this uh, panel right now, which is fine. You know, God bless age. Um, and have the most iconic voice on all of Twitter spaces. So, I mean, come on. Hi, Izzy. <laughs> um, I actually wanted to say, one, well, you're so wise, at least for your age, which is weird for me to say because I was not, it was, I'm not that older than you, but I am older than you. Um, but I wanted to know, when you when you get into these teams and, you know, and you help build with them, do you, someone who's in Gen Z, right, like, you know, I would say and I would hope, like, uh, the youth of your age, like, you know, it's more about being inclusive and diverse and everything like that and trying to make sure that you're in these, like, that you, you, you know, you want to see the world in these teams and stuff. And so, uh, when you, like, 
is that something that you look for? And if it's not, is that uh, is that a question that you bring up when it comes to diversity? And uh, is are you like sometimes intimidated to bring that up, um, depending on like the the you know the age gap or you know the differences in opinions and stuff uh, when uh, you know getting onto these teams or if anything. Do you prevent yourself? Like, are you? Do you avoid getting into these teams because they don't uh, represent the things that you want the teams to represent? Um, so uh, early on, I was intimidated by almost everyone. You know, I'm like, you know, what the hell do I know? You know, why should I even be saying what I'm saying if um, I don't have that? Because a lot of people have experience over me, and that's perfectly fine. Um, so early on, I was intimidated. Um, now, not so much, you know, I'm not really afraid to go into a team meeting, you know, or interview and be able to show what I know and give advice or opinions or perspective, you know, whatever that be, you know, I have no issues doing that. I think when it comes down to picking a team that I want to work on, um, it comes down to how they operate, you know, do they operate within my ethic or moral compass? You know, can I see myself working with them in the future? for however long that be, you know, being able to connect. Um, I was fortunate with the Smiles team. You know, we came of all, like, different age age gaps and perspectives, you know, being able to work with Trish on, you know, she's super inclusive and super diverse in what she does and how she speaks, you know, how she onboards people and lifts people up. Um, another thing is being Giovanni with his, uh, who's in here right now, is his te- uh, startup experience and, getting stuff off the ground and being able to accept others' perspectives. Um, and honestly, it was just a group effort of being able to communicate and have that pathway to communicate. So I think a lot of it just comes down to, um, you know, being able to read the room and seeing what's what and what's not what, if that makes any sense. No, it, it absolutely does. And I just, I, I, I'm thankful for you being in this space. Um, and yeah, continue on to kill it, bro. Looking forward to many more uh, accomplishments from you. Thank you. Thank you for coming up. I really appreciate uh, appreciate that. Yeah, Ed, thanks so much for coming up. I think we all, everyone in this space just really commends you for the way that you've gone about uh, your journey into the NFT world, into Web3. I'm so excited to continue to watch you. I'm, uh, I'm really uh, humbled that you you, you uh, chose to help, help me out in, in helping the Crazy Carl community with the Discord. Um, that really means a lot to me. And, and I just, uh, I think at the end of the day, you know, what we continue to see in this space, people that are really in to learn and to, to learn about the community, to learn about Web3 and to grow together. Uh, we, we all grow in the same space together through time. And so um, it doesn't matter what your age is. Like you said, we're all in this together and we all learn a lot from each other. Being able to say, you know, I don't know the the basics of Discord and coming to you, you were able to help me in so many ways. And I, I just also wanted to let you know how much I appreciate you for for what you've been able to help me with and help me understand when it comes to, you know, building a community on Discord as well. Thank you so much. Um, I appreciate you allowing me to come up here and, you know, talk about myself a bit and get to connect with everyone.
Hell yeah, man. If you don't already follow Logan, make sure to go do that. This has been such a fun show. So many people, uh, we're going to be ending uh, with almost 100 people in here and getting to learn about your journey, which is just an amazing thing. I think it's so beautiful also seeing so many that you've connected with, and that just shows the power of connection in Web3 and the NFT space is really building with people because they're the ones that come back and support you and help you build up as well. So um, I think this is also just a great lesson if you're in the space regardless of age to take along with you uh this has been another amazing episode i'll make sure to get the podcast up if you miss any part of it and so we'll um, get that uploaded as well here in the next hour or so but thanks for joining everyone this has been another production of gutter cat studios all conversations with crazy carl are for educational purposes only you should never take financial advice from a cat or anybody really especially financial advisors Take control of your own financial future and do your own research always. That's all for now. Until next time, we'll see you in the metaverse.